You know, I feel at home. It is so nice to be back here on Sounds Like Radio once again. I, I am your humble host, your only host here on Sounds Like Radio, and we are back for an all-brand-new, all-new season of Sounds Like Radio. You know, the great Gildersleeve has been off on his summer vacation. Well, he returns today. It's September, and just as I promised you on our last Sounds Like Radio show, I believe it was probably in June, I promised that Gildy would be back in September with all new shows. And here we are. I always keep my promises. Gildy is back. Leroy is here. Oh, my Leroy's gonna cause a little trouble for Gildersleeve today because why? He wants a car. Not only that, he wants to buy a car. Now, Leroy, he doesn't even know how to drive a car yet, but that don't matter to Leroy. He wants a car, and ain't nothing gonna stop him from getting that car. Well, we hope you're having a good time, friends, because we had a great summer. Well, a couple of hiccups here and there, but that's to be expected. We hope you had the kind of summer that Nat King Cole had. Why? Because he had one of them lazy, crazy, hazy days of summer. Yeah. He, he's right here. He wants to tell you about his summertime experience. Nat, take it away. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Those days of soda and pretzels and beer. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Dust off the sun and moon and sing a song of cheer. Just fill your basket full of sandwiches and weenies. Then lock the house up. Now you're set. And on the beach you'll see the girls in their bikinis. As cute as ever, but they never get them wet. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Those days of soda and pretzels and beer Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer You'll wish that summer could always be Don't have to tell a girl and fella about a driving Or some romantic movie scene Why from the moment that those lovers start arriving You'll see more kissing in the cars and on the screen Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer Those days of soda and pretzels and beer Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer You wish that summer could always be here You wish that summer could always be here You wish that summer could always be here Oh yeah, you know that would be nice if summer could always be here but I don't think it's possible. Nat King Cole, singing about the kind of summer he always liked. The lazy, hazy, crazy days 
of summer. You know, that almost seems like a song you must hear every summertime. So I thought maybe I'd play it for you at the end of the summer since summer's still on our mind. And I don't think summer's officially over yet. Uh, what What is the official first day of fall? I'm not sure about that. I always think of fall in the September, so... Maybe it is over already, but we're going to have to figure that out a little later because right now it's time to dream about what kind of car Leroy would like. I don't know. You think Leroy might like himself a Ford? I bet he would after he hears Rosemary Clooney and Bing Crosby. Oh, they're here to sing you all about a Ford. Looks and go Ford's the latest word It steals the show like a thunderbird You'll find you can't buy better than Ford For room and ride, Ford is also great Just step inside a new Ford V8 You'll say you can't buy better than a Ford When you put a Ford out in front While other cars claim more No other can name more Exclusive new features you want And here's what's nice Come on in and see It's lowest priced of the low price three Which, which proves you can't buy better than a Ford You know, I've always said that Well, I, I don't know uh, Now, I have owned... Two Lincolns in my time, and they're made by the Ford Company, but I actually never owned a Ford. But maybe after Leroy hears Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney singing about that Ford, he'll just want to run out and buy himself a Ford. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. We're going to have to figure it out because that just might be Leroy's desire to buy a Ford. Like Rosemary Clooney and Bing want him to do, that will be his desire and, well... That's Patsy Klein's desire, too. Yeah, she says, that's my desire to buy a Ford. Hey, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what Patsy wants, but that's what she's going to get here on Sounds Like Radio. Here's Patsy Klein. To spend one night with you That's my desire To meet where gypsies play Down in that dim cafe And dance till break of day That's my desire 
Klein's desire, but the question is, is it Leroy's desire? Well, I think it could be. Uh, uh, that is, if he thought about it, he, he, he might desire a, a nice Ford, or, or maybe he'd like a, a, a nice Oldsmobile. Yeah, I one time, my very first car was an Oldsmobile, and but then I thought, I, I can't buy an Oldsmobile because I haven't seen the USA yet. And if I'm going to see the USA, I, I just got to do it in a Chevrolet. Just like Donna Shore told me to do. See the USA in your Chevrolet. America is asking you to call. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA. America's the greatest land of all. On a highway or a road along a levee. Performance is sweeter, nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA and see it in your Chevrolet. Travel and east, travel and west. Wherever you go, Chevy service is best. Southward or north, near place or far, there's a Chevrolet dealer for your Chevrolet car. So make a date today to see the USA. And see it in your oh my, you know, Donna Shore, she's ordering me about. She's telling me I just got to buy a Chevrolet. But you know what? I've never owned a Chevrolet. I like the way they look, and I've thought about buying it, but I never actually owned a Chevrolet. Now, I did own my very first car that I actually bought myself. I'm not talking about a car that my dad gave me to drive. I'm talking about the very first car I bought. That was a Oldsmobile, yeah, an Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, 1977. It was silver on the outside with a red pinstrap and a bright red half vinyl roof. It was just a half vinyl roof. It wasn't the whole roof it was vinyl, just half, but there was a bright red vinyl roof to match the bright red interior. Velour, red seats, red dash, red steering wheel. I love that car. You know, that's one car I still kick myself for selling. It was a good car. It had a small accident, and the insurance man told me, uh, it's total. You got to get rid of it. Uh, and now, if I had been smarter, you know, a little wiser, I'd have said, no, 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 uh -uh, I ain't going to get rid of it. I'm going to have it fixed. 
I could have gotten it fixed too. It wasn't that bad of an accident. But at any rate, that was my first car. And just like Bing Crosby suggests, I was real merry in that Oldsmobile. Oh, I was so merry. Here's Bing Crosby. Come away with me, Lucille. In my merry Oldsmobile Down the road of life we'll fly Automobubbling, you and I To the church we'll swiftly steal Then our wedding bells will peal You can go as far as you like with me In my merry Oldsmobile Church will swiftly steal Then our wedding bells are gonna peal You can go as far as you like with me In my merry Oldsmobile Yeah, that sounds like a good idea Going along with Bing in his merry Oldsmobile I tell you, you know the reason why I got an Oldsmobile? Well, I like the looks of it. You know, my favorite color is red. So I like the looks of it with all that bright red. But the main reason I got it, because I always wanted to drive a car just like William Conrad drove in Cannon. Yeah, Cannon. He always drove a big, beautiful Lincoln Continental. And this Olds Cutlass Supreme, yeah, well, it was the closest I could come to a Lincoln Continental at the time. I said, well, that almost looks like a Lincoln. So that's why I wanted that car really bad. So not only did it have that beautiful bright red, but it was almost looking like a Lincoln. And that's that's the reason why I bought it. I saw that car and I said, oh, that's that car is just perfect. That's for me. That's what I said. That's my desire. Yeah, we all have desires. Patsy has hers. Leroy has his. And now it's all of our desire to listen to the very first episode of the 51-52 season of The Great Gildersleeve. From September 5th, 1951. Let's listen now to... The Great Gildersleeve. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as The Great Gildersleeve. 
Great Gildersleeve is brought to you partially transcribed by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous pasteurized processed cheese food, Velveeta. Velveeta has a wonderful cheddar cheese flavor that's rich, yet delightfully mild. It's delicious, and it's the finest quality cheese food you can buy because it's made by Kraft, the name that for years has meant only the finest in cheese and cheese foods. Get a package or loaf of Velveeta tomorrow and enjoy the cheese food of top quality, Velveeta, made only by Kraft. Well, the great Gildersleeve and his family had a fine summer. His nephew, Leroy, went to camp. Marjorie, Bronco, and the twins vacationed at Bidewee Lodge. Bertie visited her folks, and the water commissioner went fishing. Marjorie, have you seen these pictures of the fish I caught? At least a dozen times, Anki. Bertie, have you seen these snapshots? Take a look. My, my, ain't that something? Yeah, of course, the big one got away. <laughs> yeah, so the big one got away from me, too. You? I didn't know you were fishing this summer, Bertie. Yes, and I almost caught one. This fish was over six feet tall and weighed 200 pounds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Bertie. Oh, Bertie's cute. Well, here comes Leroy down the walk. That boy sure has grown. Have you ever seen anybody so tan, Donkey? Yeah, I don't know if it's tan or the sun just melted his freckles. <laughs> well, Cap was good for him. He seems to have settled down a lot. Well, the association with older boys was just what he needed. Little Leroy is mellowing. Yes, sir. I ain't heard a door slam since he came home. Oh, my goodness. Hi, I'm sorry through the window. Boy, am I glad you're home. Leroy, what are you so excited about? I just came from Piggy's. He's got a car. Your car? A real car. His dad's going to teach him to drive. Yes? What kind of a car is it, Leroy? It's orange with black polka dots. Yo. <laughs> I have a car on Kelly. How about it, Kelly, Uncle? Leroy, you've got no business with a car. Ride your bike. But I gotta have a car. Piggy's got one. You ought to see Piggy's. Piggy's got one. Leroy, you can't have a car. You're too young. But, Uncle, I can get a permit. That's what Piggy's getting. No. That's final, my boy. When I think you're old enough to drive, I'll teach you in the family car. Gosh. I didn't learn to drive until I was 18, Leroy. So what? You're a girl. <laughs> I'm different. I can drive like crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> now, let's drop the car. Have you seen this picture of my fish? Fish, Mish. I don't want to see him anymore. Yeah, all right. Gosh, young. How can a good uncle like you turn a little kid down on the only thing he's ever wanted? Now, Leroy, don't try that approach. <laughs> well, Piggy's dad bought him a car. You're not good to me. I got a bad uncle. Leroy. Well? Leroy, that's not true. Leroy, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You got the best uncle you'll ever have. Yeah? He won't let me have the only thing I ever wanted. Piggy's got a car and look at me. I got nothing. <laughs> Leroy. You're not good to me. <laughs> Leroy, I try to be good to you. Now let's dry up and see if we can't figure this thing out. Uh, how? <laughs> well, let's look at it this way. If you really want a car of your very own, you'll enjoy it more if you save your nickels and pennies and buy it yourself. Yeah? 
And by that time, no doubt you'll be old enough to drive. <laughs> oh, boy, you mean I can really have a car? Yep, and you save enough money, my boy. Keen, I can't wait to tell Piggy. Yeah, Leroy. Yeah? You do think I'm a good uncle? Don't You're you? swell, Unc. Oh, boy, a car! Boy sure has settled down. <laughs> well, he'll be settled before he saves enough money to buy a car. Gildersleeve, you're not only a good uncle, you're smart. <laughs> Drapes out to be cleaned. Yes, and I'll get them down right after lunch. All right, and I'll clean the windows. Uh-oh. Bertie. Yes, ma'am? Look out in the backyard. Is something wrong? Leroy's outside with an old car. Land alive. How do you suppose that boy got that thing in the yard without us hearing it? He must have pushed it. Anything that dilapidated wouldn't run. <laughs> Sounds like he's dilapidating it some more. He's nailing on a fender. Well, if he hits it one more lick, that thing's going to fall apart. I wonder where he picked that up. <laughs> Listen to that horn. Oh, isn't it awful? I'm going out and make him get rid of it before Uncle comes home. That Leroy, where'd he get enough money to buy a car? All he had this morning was $5. Hello, everybody. I'm home. Uh-oh. Ready? Uh, Mr. Gillsley, we didn't expect you home this time of day. Well, I thought I'd come home for lunch. And incidentally, see if Leroy's forgotten about wanting a car. Oh, he's forgotten about wanting a car. Good. Oh, sandwiches. Does one of them have my name on it, Bertie? Yes, sir. Why don't you sit down and just pitch in? Yeah, fine. Where are Marjorie and Leroy? Oh, they, they're around. <laughs> I uh, felt a little sorry for Leroy this morning. Yes, sir. I wouldn't dream of letting that boy have a car. No, sir. <laughs> well, I do say so, Bertie. I handled the situation very adroitly. Yes, sir. <laughs> It'll be a cold day in August when Leroy saves enough money to buy a car. Well, August is gone, but sometimes we have cold days in September. <laughs> hmm? Mr. Gilsey, that Leroy's a fine boy. Yes, he is, Bertie. There's one thing you got to say for Leroy is never give you no trouble. That's right. Up to now. Also, <laughs> that good little boy never has give you no trouble up to now. Bertie, what's this all about? Nothing. That poor, good little boy never has give you no trouble. Yeah, I know that, Mr. Bertie. Mr. Gilsey, you know what that good little boy never has give you? Yes, Bertie. That's right. He never has give you no trouble. <laughs> up to now. <laughs> is that a car in the backyard? Oops, it is a car. Leroy, I want to talk to you. I hate to go home this evening and face Leroy. Poor little fellow. After spending his savings for that heap, I hated to have to tell him to get rid of it. Sometimes you have to be a bad uncle to be a good one. Gildy, wake up. Well, hello, Judge. Beautiful 
wonderful evening for strolling, isn't it? You? You hadn't noticed. Well, Commissioner looks depressed. What's the matter, Gilday? Didn't you get to turn off anybody's water today? (laughs) (laughs) Judge, I'm in no mood for levity. Oh? Sorry, Gilday. You do look troubled. Yeah, I am. I had to go back on my word to Leroy. Why, Gilday? Well, it couldn't be helped. He wanted a car. Car? Well, he isn't quite ready for a car. Well, that's hard to explain to a boy. I finally told him he could get one when he saved up enough money. I didn't know he had five dollars left over from his vacation. Five dollars? What kind of a car can you buy these days for five dollars? Well, everybody likes Leroy. The fellow at Murphy's used car lot let him have the one that was holding up the fence. (laughs) That car? Why, it's been out in the rain and snow for years. But they just keep it around to make the other used cars look good. Well, Leroy has it now. Yeah, I hated to do it, but I gave him until dark to get it off the property. What do you mean? <laughs> if I may say so, Gildy, I think you've acted rashly. Me? The judge, a car like that is dangerous. Why? It'll never run, and when Leroy finds that out, he'll lose interest in it. Yeah, I refuse to take that chance, Judge. Gildy, you're being a knucklehead. Horace! Instead of thwarting the boy, be a good fellow. Play along. All you have to do is convince him the car won't run. Then you'll have no trouble disposing of it. Well, I... There he is now, Judge. Look, between the houses. He's trying to push it out into the alley. All alone. Little Leroy. Right, George, Judge, I'll try it your way. My way is breaking my heart. You'll never regret it, Gilly. Come on, Horace. Come on, hurry. Leroy! Hi, Unc. Evening, Leroy. Hi, Judge. Well, my boy, I see you're busy with your car. Yeah, I'm trying to get off the property like you told me, Unc. The sun isn't down yet. I've still got half an hour. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute, Leroy. Wait a minute. Let's take a look at this car. What kind of a car is it, Leroy? All kinds, I guess. <laughs> it's a rather handsome car. Oh, it's no good. I'm ready to get rid of it. You are, Leroy? I'm going to take the spark plugs out and give them to you. Oh? One of them might work. Well, thank you, my boy, but... Judge, you use 15 cents worth of gas. Well, uh, Leroy... 15 cents worth of gas and not even a sputter. Will you help me push it out in the alley with the rest of the cans? Are you sure you've had enough of it, Leroy? I guess so. Well, I want it to be your decision. But, of course, if it won't run. Nah. Piggy and I worked all day trying to get it started. You're too bad. Yeah, I decided to let you keep it if it worked. Hadn't I, Judge? Yes, indeed. Unc, you mean you'd have taught me to drive it and everything? Yeah, that's what I had in mind, my boy. <laughs> now that you've decided to junk it, I guess there's nothing else to do. Oh, gosh! Let's give the crank one more twist. Give the crank one more twist? <laughs> With a good man like you on the crank, Unc, it might start. Yeah, well... Go ahead, Gildy. Go along with the boy. Yeah, yes. Well, it's a waste of time, my boy. But I want you to be convinced. Switch on the ignition, Judge. Oh, boy. Where is it? You just hook that wire to the battery under the hood. I'll do it. Contact, Unc! Contact? You... you. I haven't cranked a car in quite a while. 
Spin, Gilda. But Jack, like a good fellow. You, you're all right. You, 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 you. Oh boy, it's running! Yes, Judge, grab the wheel. Take it out of gear. Where is the gear? Hurry, Judge, it's pushing him against the fence. Yo! Climb out over the radiator, Gilda. Yeah, I can't. Yo! Who planted this rose bush behind me? <laughs> Great Gildersleeve will be back in just a minute. Let's see. Beef and peas and carrots. Say, Bertie, what are you talking about there? Is that your shopping list? <laughs> no, sir, Mr. Heaston. That's my leftover list. You know, food's too expensive these days to be careless with. So Bertie makes every bit of food count. Well, what are you going to do with those leftovers, Bertie? I'm going to make the nicest, smoothest golden cheese sauce you ever did see for these pieces of beef and vegetables. Yes, sir, Bertie's going to make a Velveeta sauce. Mmm, that's a good idea, Bertie. Kraft's pasteurized processed cheese food Velveeta is so smooth-melting, it's perfect for a cheese sauce. And Velveeta sure does taste good, too, Mr. Heaston. You just ask Mr. Gillsleeve and little Leroy. <laughs> you ought to see the way they go for that swell, rich flavor of Velveeta. And, Bertie, Velveeta is good for every member of the family because it's rich in important food values from milk. And Velveeta is digestible, too, as digestible as milk itself. No wonder you like to fix up those leftovers with a Velveeta sauce. Yes, sir, and it's a mighty easy sauce to make. You just melt a half a pound of Velveeta in the top of a double boiler, stir in a quarter cup of milk, season, and just like that you got it. For it is own easy Velveeta sauce. Yes, sir. <laughs> I always say Velveeta is delicious, nutritious, and good in lots of dishes. That's right, Bertie. That's, that's what I always say. Velveeta is delicious, nutritious, and good in lots of dishes. Please, Bertie. You I... know what Bertie always say about Velveeta, Mr. Heaston? Yes, Bertie. That's right, Bertie. I always say Velveeta is delicious, nutritious, and good in lots of dishes. <laughs> Where Leroy is concerned, the great Gildersleeve is an old softy. But he never would have promised his nephew to teach him to drive the old car the boy brought home if he'd had any idea the thing would run. It did. Hey, Unc, let's take her out on the highway and open her up. Leroy, can't you wait until I finish my dinner? What's left to eat? Well, more coffee, Miss Gildersleeve? Do you have more, Bertie? Heck, he's had six cups. <laughs> Come on, I'm quit stalling. Leroy, it's dark. Yeah, and the car hasn't any headlamps. We'll take it out under the streetlight and drive it around in circles. No, Leroy. <laughs> but gosh, you promised. I got Judge Hooker for a witness. You old goat. <laughs> so I made a silly promise. You certainly did. Well, everybody makes mistakes. Don't they, Bertie? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, you, when you feel a mistake has been made, the thing to do is hold a meeting about it. That's the democratic way. What's going on here? Well, I'm merely putting it up to everybody, Leroy. 
We're all interested in your welfare. We all have a vote. So what do we do? The question is, should Leroy be allowed to drive a car? Margie? Well, the whole idea is ridiculous. Leroy's too young to drive. Marge! Yeah, that's one vote. Bertie? It ain't up to me, but I second the motion, Leroy. Oh, for corn's sake. <laughs> I'm being framed. <laughs> now, Leroy, the majority rules. Okay. Let me put something to a vote. Marge, should I go back on his promise to a little kid? Well, as a matter of fact, you shouldn't, Unky. Hot diggity. Bertie? This ain't up to me either. But as a matter of fact, he shouldn't. No, I'm being framed. <laughs> Not many people out this early in the morning. Just me and the birds. And I had to get out before Leroy got on that car kick again. Yeah, well, I can eat breakfast at Peavy's. He has the worst coffee. <laughs> Hello, Peavy. Well, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> what can I do for you this morning? Well, I thought I'd have breakfast with you, Peavy. Well, you can't have breakfast with me. You know, I can't? I had breakfast with Mrs. Peavy. Oh, my goodness. We had stewed apricots, bacon, soft-boiled eggs... Cinnamon toast with parquet and coffee. Yeah, sounds great, Peavy. Serve me the same. No, we don't serve that here. We just serve it at home. Yep. <laughs> well, what have you got besides that coffee? Uh, let me see. You see, we don't have many calls for breakfast. Our big rush hours at lunchtime. Do you uh, care for a salami sandwich? <laughs> no, not for breakfast, Peavy. That's the worst suggestion I ever heard. Well, if you don't like it here, why don't you eat at home? <laughs> well, I couldn't this morning, Peavy. I left early so I wouldn't bump into Leroy. Well, I wouldn't want to bump into him either if he's driving that car. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it, Peavy? No, but the judge told me about it. But a boy can have a lot of fun tinkering with a car. I remember the happy hours I spent tinkering with my first car. You? I guess I was the biggest tinkerer in town. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Peavy, I guess I have to drink some of that coffee. You can, well. yeah, you can give me that salami sandwich, too. Peavy, I'm in a terrible spot. I can't teach Leroy to drive that old rattle trap. Now, from the way the judge described it, I'm surprised you could get license plates for it. License plates? They don't have those yet. Police Chief Gates has a drive-on now to get unsafe cars off the streets. Yes? They say he's cracking right down. Say, if I went down for license plates and phoned the chief to be there waiting, he'd probably condemn the car. That's a possibility. Yeah, and if Chief Gates condemns the car, Leroy will feel all right about it. He's a great admirer of the chief. Why, George Peavy, I'm glad I came in. <laughs> so am I. That'll be ten cents for the coffee and twenty-five for the tsunami. <laughs> well, I'll pay it gladly. And, Peavy, you serve the best breakfast in town. No, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Here he comes now, Marge. Uncle Mort, where have you been? Hello, Marjorie. Leroy. Unc, I've been waiting so we can take the car out on the road. Now, Leroy. There's a little matter about this car we've overlooked. Yeah? What now? Well, it just occurred to me that we don't have license plates. The heck we don't. Look. 
But, Leroy, they're old. Yeah, a little rusty. Yeah, let's see just how old they are. 1831? <laughs> no, no, 1931. You can't use those, Leroy. Well, let's drive down and get some new ones. Yeah, capital idea. That's exactly why I came back home. Marjorie, will you drive Leroy down in the family car? And I'll follow you. All right, Unky. Why can't I ride down in my car? Why can't I take the wheel? Yeah, Leroy, it takes an experienced driver to handle a car like this. If we get the plates, yeah, I mean, when we get the plates, you can ride with me. Details, details. Yeah, all right. Connect the wire under the hood, my boy, and I'll give her a spin. Okay. And Leroy, this time be sure the car is out of gear. Okay, she said. All right, stand back, Marjorie. Be careful, Uncle Moore. Don't worry. What's going on out there? Uncle's going to start the car. Come on out, Bertie. No, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> you out of gear, Leroy? Out of gear. You all right. East, 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 Hot dog, listen to that motor purr. <laughs> Leroy, put that piece of burlap over those springs so I can sit down behind the wheel. Sure. Uncle, when you get out of the street, give her the gun. Hey, do you think you can get a traffic ticket from Chief Gates for speeding? Well, I might run into the chief. He's anxious to see your car. Yeah? Wait till he hears this horn. Leroy, lay off the horn. Come on, Leroy. I'm coming. Goodbye. I'll keep good luck. She sounds like I'm not coming back. Chief Gates, Leroy has great respect for the badge of authority. Well, Judge, I'm anxious to see Leroy's car. Say, here comes Mr. Gildersleeve down the pike now. <laughs> Look at Gildy bounce. Well, I... <laughs> well, he doesn't slow down for the bumps, does he? Pull over here, Commissioner, in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm pulling, Chief. Well, stop it right here. Stop! Yeah, I can't! He went right on by. Well, he's circling the lot. Show off. <laughs> now, Commissioner, quit clowning. Stop the car. No brake. No brake. Turn off the motor, Gelda. Then turn it off. The connection's under the hood. That's right, it is. Not yet, Leroy. I presume he'll have to keep circling until he runs out of gas. Well, I wonder how long that'll take. Not long. Leroy only has 15 cents worth of gas. Gosh, I thought we were going for a ride. I put in another gallon. 
can't run much longer. How do I get into these things? At last, it's dead. Almost dead. Commissioner Gildersleeve. Well, here it is, Chief. Yeah, where do we get license plates? Well, Leroy, you're a fine lad, and I hate to disappoint you. Yeah? But I'm afraid the city of Summerfield will have to condemn this car. My car? What's wrong with it? I really haven't time to go into that, son. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, my boy. But this would have to happen sooner or later. I'm afraid your uncle's right, Leroy. Well, if you say so, Chief, you're the law. Yes, I'm the law. Leroy, how much did you pay for this car? Five dollars. Well, I've been thinking. We need a car like this as an exhibit. Exhibit, Chief? Yes, as a horrible example. <laughs> To show people what not to drive. Leroy, if you're interested, the department will give you $10 for the car. Ten bucks? Mm. Oh, boy, do you hear that, Uncle? Isn't that wonderful, Leroy? I'll say ten bucks. Now I can buy two cars. Leroy! The Great Gildersleeve will be with us again in just 30 seconds. Where your family's nourishment is concerned, don't guess. Be sure. When it comes to buying cheese food, insist on Velveeta, Kraft's delicious pasteurized processed cheese food. Velveeta is not only good to eat, it's good for your family, too. Rich in important food values from milk that growing children and adults need. And Velveeta is digestible as milk itself. Perfect for wholesome, good-eating snacks and sandwiches any time at all. Make it your handy helper, Mother. Velveeta, the quality cheese food that's made only by Kraft. Well, Leroy, how does it feel to be a man of means? Ten dollars is a lot of money. Oh, it's keen, Uncle. And the chief even let me keep the best part of the car. You? Yeah, kind of a little souvenir. Something to remember it by. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, everybody's happy. And the house is quiet again. <coughs> oh, what's that? The horn. That's the part of the car I kept. <laughs> every hour I can remember my first automobile. What do you mean, every hour? I hooked it up to the electric clock. <coughs> <laughs> My goodness. Good night, folks. The Great Gildersleeve is played by Willard Waterman. The show is written by Paul West, John Elliott, and Andy White, and is partially transcribed. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Ken Christie, Earl Ross, and Dick Legrand. This is John Heaston saying good night for the Kraft Foods Company makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve.
Here is your humble host. Next on NBC. Friends, the great Gildersleeve from September 5th of 1951. Hope you enjoy that little Gildersleeve with the return to the great Gildersleeve, and I'm so happy to hear it again. Yes, indeed, the beginning of an all brand new season here on Sounds Like Radio for the great Gildersleeve and all kinds of new music we have for you. Got some good music playing today. You already heard half the music. We're going to have the next half of the music coming up. But what kind of summer did you have? That's my question, and I want an answer right now. I tell you, I had an interesting summer. No, last summer, I sweated it out. My air conditioner broke down, and when I turned it on, it would start leaking. And it would leak into this metal pan, and I noticed the metal pan getting rustier and rustier. I said, i got to stop using the air conditioning, because every time I turn it on, it starts leaking. Pretty soon, that pan's going to gonna have a hole in it it's gonna rust right through so i stopped using i thought i think i had the air conditioner on about three times last summer and i sweated it out until september and october uh, then, then i had some relief so same thing happened this summer never did get it fixed and this summer i sweated out for the first month and finally uh, uh, i just said you know i've had enough it is hot I've got to get this air conditioner fixed. Eh, the trouble is, the place I have, uh, it has a different sort of an air conditioner. I called out two different air conditioning people. They came out and looked at it. They said, you need a whole new air conditioning system, but we can't do it. This system is all different from normal systems. We can't do this. So I had to call another. And the third one came out I've had experience with. They knew about my air conditioning system, and they did it. What did they do? They replaced the entire air conditioning system. Yep. Oh, it cost a pretty penny. I'm poor now, <laughs> but I'm comfortable. <laughs> I can say that much. Yeah, poor but comfortable. That's me. Uh, but I do have my air conditioning back on again, thanks to all brand new air conditioning and heating system. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. I just don't want to think about how much it costs, though. That part's not nice, but it is nice to be able to be comfortable in your house without having to sit in front of a fan all the time. Well, now, you see, that's just a sample of what happened to me this past summer. I'm sure you had some interesting experiences, and, uh, well, now, we're going to have to think about what Leroy wants. Leroy wants a car. Yep, he wants a car. Now, when you're getting uh, near the age of 16, you definitely start thinking about wanting a car. But Leroy, he's not near 16, but he still wants a car. In fact, he went out and bought himself a car, if you could call it that. <laughs> he was determined. He sure was. Uh, well, that was Leroy. He wanted a car from Gildersleeve. He told Gildy, Unc, that's all I want from you. Just a car. Can't I have just a car? Yeah. But Unc, he... <laughs> Unc knew best. Gildy, he said, sorry, Leroy. So Leroy, he went out on his own and got himself a car. It was sort of a heap. Yeah, let's face it, it was a heap, but it, it was his. <laughs> well, just like J.P. Morgan, she says, that's all I want from you, Gildersleeve, is to buy Leroy a heap. Here is J.P. Morgan. This is nice. 
little love that slowly grows and grows not one that comes and goes that's all i want from you a sunny day with hopes up to the sky a kiss and no goodbye that's all i want from you don't too much yeah. yeah jp she wants a car that's all she wants from you <laughs> and after i got done spending all that money on an air conditioning system i'm sorry jp i just can't afford to get your car right now you you're just gonna have to do with that heat you've been driving it don't look too bad yeah maybe i clean up them windows with some windex won't be so bad Oh, you know what, JP, maybe she's thinking about what Leroy was thinking about here earlier. He was thinking about buying himself a Ford. Yeah, one of them Fords. It'd be nice. Uh, Bing Crosby, what, what do you have to say about a Ford? If you would like to save yourself a Ford And drive a handsome V8 built by Ford I mean the V8 that has really scored Like I'm saying, save money and buy a Ford now your Ford dealer has most every kind Whatever model you may have in mind Why that's the one that chances are you find So get going, save money and buy a Ford Get real up to date in a Ford V8 Get that years ahead go Start bragging to your pal on Ford's mileage to the gallon And what is more you'll be Speaking truthfully, Ford's sculptured styling is a joy to see. Yet Ford's the lowest of the low price three, and operates so economically. Like I told you, save money and buy a Ford. Well, now maybe that's what I should have done: save money and buy a Ford. Yeah. 
I have to save money now after that air conditioner. <laughs> oh, oh my. Bing, he, he just loves to sing about Ford. Uh, that is when he's not singing about his Merry Oldsmobile. Eh, I kind of like him singing about the Merry Oldsmobile best. But Leroy, he is bound and determined to get himself a car. He bought himself a car. He tried to fix it up. He tried to make it go. Well, it was sort of a disaster. You just got to admit. Well, now, my first car that my dad let me drive was the Buick Century. Now, that car was not a disaster. It was my dad's car. Hey, it was nice. It didn't have a radio in it, uh, but it was new at the time, and it was nice. Uh, Buick Century, just like you see Kojak drive in the old Kojak TV series. My dad's car was a Buick Century. It looked just like it, and that's the car I drove when I was in high school. Yeah, I had a long history with cars, but I never desired to be a cab driver. I wonder if that is the reason why Leroy wants a car so much. Maybe, maybe he wants to be a cab driver, just like the Mills Brothers. I just want a chance to see her face Don't stop the meter, let it race Cab driver, drive by Mary's place Cab driver, once more round the block Once more down the street There's a little place we used to eat That's where I laid my future at her feet Cab driver Once more down the street Cab driver why don't you wait here by her door? Do, do, be, do, 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 be, do. Perhaps I'll hold her in my arms once more. Do, 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 do. And then things will be just like they were before. Do, 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 do. Cab driver, wait here by her door. Oh, yeah. That was the Mills Brothers and K. 
Cab Drive. That was a big hit for them, actually. And that was a sort of a remake they did in the late 50s. Maybe it was even the early 60s. They recorded their hits in stereo. And they had the stereo version of the Mills Brothers singing their famous Cab Driver song. A do-do-do-do-do-do. Now, maybe you, maybe you recognize uh, someone horning in on that song. Yeah, that was me. I was joining the Mills Brothers when they started singing that do-do-doodly bit. I, I couldn't help myself. I just have to join the Mills Brothers. And speaking of joining, who would like to join us now? How about Joni? Joni can join us. Joni Summers, she sings about a, a guy she knows because he drives a hot rod. Maybe Leroy has a desire to buy a hot rod, just like Hot Rod Rock. Here is Joni Summers and Kooky from 77 Sunset Strip, Ed Burns. Here's Joni Summers and Kooky to sing all about Hot Rod Rock. The boy I love is very sweet. I know that he is true. But he's the type that when you meet and say, how do you do, he says, I do 130 in a full house deuce with a Corvette mill running nitro juice. Dig those pipes when I unravel. Have goodies, we'll travel. He takes me for a moonlight ride. I snuggle over near him. And while we're sitting side by side, he whispers in my ear. The moon shines crazy in my triple chrome pot Got a brand new mag and it's awful hot Upholstery's plated, rolled and paddled Bodies raked and channeled Our dates go on and on like this Above the engine's roar When I expect a goodnight kiss He leaves me at I'll meet you Sunday at the old drag strip When they clock this iron, it'll make them flip Nothing peels out like these slicks Will Tenny T, that's Quicksville The boy I love is very sweet He taught me something new Now if you meet me on the street And say, how do you do? I'll say, I do one thirty in a full house deuce With a Corvette mill our romance is getting larger She bought me I bought him She bought me A supercharger Yeah, a supercharger That's what they've got Yeah, that's right Now my aunt, uh, she once owned a Dodge Charger I wonder that's the kind of car That uh, Joni Summers and Kooky had a Dodge Charger. Those are great cars. You know, she had a, a 68 Dodge Charger, and then she had a, a 69 Dodge Charger. Those were the two of the very best Dodge Chargers around. And little did she know that they would become so valuable all these many years later. I remember the red 68 Charger, the yellow 69 Charger. They were beautiful cars, and... Uh, I loved sitting in them. They were great. This was before I could drive, but she drove me around in that Dodge Charger. It was beautiful. Yeah, I'd like to have a Dodge Charger today, actually. Yeah, yeah, but now, you know, they're real expensive. But I, if I had myself a Dodge Charger, I can just picture myself 
riding away, riding away into the sunset. Just like Roy Orbison, he wants to ride away. Here is the great Roy Orbison. Two wheels are turning, one girl a yearning, big motor burning the road. I'll ride the highway, I'm going my way, I leave a story untold. Pretty girls behind me, but pretty girls are. Big motor wind up right on away from here Right away She won't approve Of things I do or what I am And I don't really give up I understand but she'll never see that I'll never be anyone but me. She thinks she needs me. She cries for me. But I know she's lying. What can I say? Just like Roy Orbison, we are about to ride away. Yes, it's that time once again. The end of the show has approached, and we must say so long. Till next time, that is, when we return with more music and more of the great Gildersleeve. Yeah, that Roy Orbison song was nice, you know, right away. Now, maybe you remember a couple of years back, they used to use that song, I believe it was for an insurance uh, commercial. They had that song playing. And uh, I remember there was a 
seen in the commercial of a chicken running and racing a car. <laughs> he was riding away. That was a fast-moving chicken, I tell you, in that ad. I, I, I wonder if they did some sort of a, uh, you know, camera tricks to make that chicken run so fast. But he ran like that, and uh, Roy Orbison was singing there. Maybe that Roy Orbison song inspired the chicken to run. Uh, it could be. Well, friends, I'm inspired. I hope you were inspired today to get in your car and take a little drive. It's always nice to get in the car and ride around, especially when you got a good place to go, even if you don't. It's nice to get in the car and just let the breeze flow in. <laughs> All right, friends, until next time. Eh, until next time, when we return with more Gildy, more music, or until we return with another great library of sound, I am your humble host saying so long for now. Goodbye, everybody, and thank you for listening. Nice to hear that closing music again, isn't it? Well, it's been all summer. I like it. <laughs> <laughs>